Hi there. Welcome back to a new episode in the Blissful Biz podcast. I'm your host, Susanna Riker, and today I'm here to give you a little bit of a pep talk about marketing. It's hard to believe, but I started this business actually five years ago. Oh my God, five years. <laughs> Add to this my background of working in digital advertising for over 15 years. You better believe I learned a thing or two. Along the way, I've succeeded, I failed repeatedly, and I've definitely tripped a time or two. In this episode, I want to share three big marketing myths that have been holding me back and which might hold you back as well. Better get over them quickly and start growing a successful business, my friend. Hey there, welcome to the Blissful Biz Podcast. I'm your host, Susanna Riker, here to help yoga and wellness entrepreneurs build a thriving online business. If you're ready to make a bigger impact and earn money online, you are in the right place. Each week you learn about websites, digital products, social media strategies, and what's working now to build your online business. And now let's get started. The first marketing myth I want to talk about is, if I put it out there, the right people will find me. If I put it out there, the right people will find me or it. I don't even know where this is coming from. I'm blaming the law of attraction and manifesting and all that, which I love and strongly believe in, but here it really doesn't apply. It's like praying or manifesting that you're going to win in the lottery, but you're never buying a, a ticket. Without a ticket, you can't win the lottery. It doesn't matter how much you manifest it, right? But it's the same thing here. When you create an offer, anything. So for example, you create a coaching package and put it on your website. And then you believe that people will sign up for your coaching package just because it's there. I've done that, but unfortunately, this doesn't happen. It just doesn't. Believe me, I've tried it. I put a myriad of offers on my website and nobody bought them. Nobody signed up for them because I didn't promote them. I didn't talk about them. So here are a few. Paid website reviews, coaching packages. I actually, like years ago, I put up coaching packages on my website and then I never talked about it. And I think in my case, it was a mindset block. It was like subconsciously, I didn't believe I was good enough as a coach yet. I did, wasn't enough of an expert or whatever, right? So um, I didn't talk about it. And then um, and subconsciously, I also didn't believe in it. I It didn't feel aligned. And that's also why nobody, nobody signed up for it. Um, it's even worse. When you have no traffic, you might not even check your traffic numbers, like how many people visit your website. But if you don't do anything to get more traffic, it's likely very low. And then, of course, nobody's, even less people from nobody, less than nobody is like negative people. That doesn't make sense. But um, when you don't even have traffic or you don't have any strategies um, or anything, any plans that you do to grow your website visitors to get people to see your offers. 
nobody's going to buy, right? So, um, yeah, it's simply not working. And the issue here is why do we do that? It's because that's what we enjoy. That's what we are good at, right? That's where we share our expertise, what we've learned and studied and worked really, really hard at. But promoting what we create, promoting our offers, that's a very different task. And it's mostly uncomfortable, way, way out of our comfort zone, right? So if you believe that, no, you're definitely not alone when you feel uncomfortable talking or selling your offers. I know that I've been there and nearly all of my clients and students um, have been there. Um, and there don't even have to be big mindset blocks that you have when it comes to selling or believing in yourself. I mean, sometimes there are and they can play a big role, definitely. But very often, it's just that you don't know the first thing when it comes to marketing. It's not a skill you have studied. It's not something you've learned, right? And the good news here is, it's a skill that you can learn. It's totally possible. It's not rocket science. Anybody can learn the basic of marketing. And I believe that everybody who runs a business as a self-employed yoga teacher or life coach or meditation teacher or any other wellness profession, you should learn some marketing skills. This would cover things like pricing, psychology, how to promote your offers, how to grow your audience, how to run ads, how to create a marketing plan, all those things. So I know you might have that dream that you find yourself a marketing fairy who handles all that and you can focus on just what you love to do. I just want to teach yoga. Um, I've heard that quite often. So people ask me, can you just do my marketing? And I'm like, no, <laughs> firstly, because that's not really what I want to do. Um, just like be like the marketing assistant for somebody else. But I really don't believe that it's serving you or it would serve my clients, right? So yeah, it's a really nice idea. And, and actually it might happen when you've grown your business successfully and you hire someone to do your marketing. But even then, when you have a team, you have to step into the role of CEO and manage your team. And here you really, really want to know the basics of what they have to do, because otherwise, how are you going to be able to manage them, right? So you really have to learn some marketing skills. And now I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, well, for you, it's easy because you've already been working in marketing for so long and actually studied economics and marketing at the university. And, um, but yes, um, firstly, what I studied in university, I don't really feel it helps me <laughs> at all with how, um, what I do today in my business. And, um, even with, Having worked in my job with all those big brands like Coca-Cola and BMW, that doesn't really help me either in growing my own small business. I really had to learn a lot of things from scratch when it comes to um, how a small business needs to be promoted, how to do marketing for a small business, how to build a personal brand. And um, it's a completely different story to 
how to do marketing for a big business. And if you're coming um, from marketing, you have a marketing background, you know, a few of my clients do have that and they feel, I know things already, you know, and I know how to do this. I work in marketing and I'm like, yeah, that's great. And you have an advantage here, but you're still going to have to learn a whole lot of new things when you run your own small business. You're going to have to relearn everything. So just one example here. Um, big brands, they do branding campaigns where it's not about selling a product, but about building your brand first, getting known. And it works for them. So one of my clients, she wanted to do that. She came to me. I want to do a branding campaign, Susanna. What do you think about that? And I had to stop her. I was like, do you have too much money lying around? Are you crazy? You don't have that kind of budget and you don't even know your brand yet, which is you. You are the brand. You need to figure out what problem you want to solve first and how you're going to help people. You need to create paid offers first because if you have nothing to sell, you don't have a business. And then you can use your hard-earned cash to run ads for your paid offers, but only when they are proven. Many people who follow you already paid for them and you need to figure out a way to grow your audience organically because it's a bad idea for a small business to build a brand on ads alone. So um, in the end, it all comes down to create your offers and then promote them organically, create content to get more traffic. And if you want to run ads, um, you can do this. Um, definitely you need, um, so it's going to help you grow faster. Um, but you need to have a proven offer first and don't just wait for people to show up from nowhere. So that's basically it. Okay. The second marketing myth is my audience doesn't like me to sell to them and I don't want to feel pushy. And I really feel this. We all do asking for the sale. It's uncomfortable. Unless maybe you are a born salesman or saleswoman, but I've never really met them, right? Um, everybody I work with and also like, um, peers, um, yeah, most of them are uncomfortable selling. We just, it's a skill. We learn, we practice. And I think it's also mostly mindset. It's not believing in your offer. Or subconsciously, you believe you're not good enough yet because really your audience, of course, they want you to sell to them, not in a pushy buy now, buy now um, way, but they follow you for a reason because they like you and trust you. And of course, they want to hear about your offers of how they can work with you and how you can help them live a better life. So it's mindset blocks and it's not knowing how to sell in a way that feels aligned, not pushy and still gets results. So here are a few tips to help with that. Think of it not so much as selling, but as an invitation to work with you. This has been really a game changer for me when I started approaching 
selling um, this way as an invitation. So invite your audience to the party. Be excited about your offers and share that excitement. Talk about why you created this thing and why it's so amazing and how excited you are to share it with them. And this will get people excited about it too. And you like, um, you have to be excited about what you create. If you're not excited about it, why should anyone else be excited about it? Right. And, um, so I hope you are, um, whatever you put out there that you really believe in it and then share that. And it's, I promise it's going to make a really big difference when you approach selling that way. Another thing that will help you um, to not feel pushy is um, being consistent in what you put out there. When you never email your subscribers ever and suddenly you launch your first online course and send out 12 emails in 10 days to people who haven't heard from you in over six months, yeah, that might come across as a little bit pushy. Um, what you can do here is when that happened, I mean, you can't change the past when you've never really emailed your subscribers, start warming them up, um, reintroduce yourself, send them an email. Hi, thanks so much for being on my list. This is me, actually. If you don't really know who's talking here, this is what I do. This is what's happening. Um, next, I, I'm preparing something really exciting for them. Maybe share a few freebies with them, something really valuable, and um, warm them up again. What you want to do consistently is to share stories and helpful and valuable content with your followers, and if possible, every single week. Um, if that's too much, uh, maybe every single month. They're going to feel a connection if that happens over a certain amount of time, and they're going to be open to your emails where you invite them to your new offers. So this is something that takes time and that's going to build up to you selling something to them for the first time. And finally, when you launch something like an online course, yes, some emails will be a little bit more pushy, like the last one where you remind people of a deadline. But most should be interesting to read, um, where you share stories and examples and really draw people in so they want to learn more. Make it entertaining, right? And, um, and not pushy, boring, um, by now, by now. That makes a big difference as well. Okay, moving on, the third marketing myth I want to talk about today is I have to put out more offers if I want to earn more. And yes, I believe this too. It's really easy to believe this because at the first glance, it makes a lot of sense, right? So when we look at it, yeah, more offers means more money because people can buy more things, right? Um, so you create a range of different online courses, for example, around different topics. And then, can you guess the problem here? We talked about this. Just putting them on your website isn't going to sell them. You need to promote them. Every single product you create, you need to go all out promoting and selling everything. It doesn't make sense to play small for any 
thing that you create. And I've done that and it's stupid, <laughs> right? Um, when you create something, you really own it to that thing that you created to promote it as good as you can, do the best. And, um, oops. <laughs> now, does that sound like a lot of work? Yes, because it is. And it's not what I recommend you try to do. I strongly recommend that you create one signature offer, one, and you stick with that for at least a year before you even think about creating something else. When you've been at it for a long time and you've created a range of offers over the years, uh, it can work, of course. But when you're just starting out, you need to focus. You only have so many hours in the day and I want you to have a blissful biz and not getting burned out and overwhelmed trying to launch something every single month because that's freaking exhausting. Believe me, I've been there. And your life can be so much easier when you just focus on one thing that you're going to sell. Um, what can work, and it's what many people teach, is to have a product range that follows your customer's journey. So, for example, you have a course that's more for beginners, and then you follow with a more advanced course, and finally, um, the super advanced, like a yoga teacher training. Um, so, this can make a lot of sense. Um, and I love that idea in theory as well, and it's what I've tried, but I still found it overwhelming trying to sell all those offers, having to launch something every other month, and also trying to be the right teacher for people at every stage in their business, which is ridiculous when you think about it. You want to be the expert for something. This is what's going to help you grow your business so much faster. When you become known for something, when you are the expert, you can become the expert for teaching yoga to beginners. You can have like a big website and an online course teaching yoga for beginners and everything you create, everything you put out there is aligned with that niche yoga for beginners. When you then put out like yoga teacher training suddenly or an online course for advanced arm balances or handstands, it doesn't really fit together. It's a very different audience and trying to attract like everybody and trying to talk to everybody. Um, I've talked about this before. It's really, it doesn't work. It's just like you're talking to nobody. You want to be, you want to niche down and be the expert for one thing. And, you know, that's another reason why having like a big range of offers doesn't really work, especially not in the online world. So I'm really happy with where I am right now. I decided to scale back and focus on one main offer for now. And I'm so, so happy with my decision. But I might add more offers in the future again. I have a few in the back of my mind. Um, I'm really stopping myself from working on them. And you can do that too, right? Um, I don't think it's wrong to have, uh, it's necessarily wrong to have um, more than one offer. My point is you don't need to do this to earn more money and it doesn't make you more money automatically just putting out more offers. You can probably achieve a lot more when you do less and do it better. 
And that's actually my motto for this year. Do less and do it better. So um, I stopped offering one-on-one web design services this year. This is one thing. I stopped selling um, two of my online courses. So I just like have, I just have one, my website course um, at the moment. I'm still selling that and my program, the Blissful Biz Incubator. Everything else right now is not on offer. I might offer coaching sessions in the future. So I haven't really decided on that yet. So that might be something. But um, everything else is on hold, at least until the next year. And um, yeah, so for example, with my web design services. So um, I love the creative side of designing websites. Um, I loved working with my clients, but it took up a lot of my time. And I also felt that to become really good at it, I would have to take on more projects put more into it, make this my signature offer. And I didn't want that. So I scratched it. I don't offer it anymore. And I'm really happy with that decision. So again, I'm not saying that you should have only one offer. You can definitely have a range of products that you offer. But if you do that, be really strategic about them. Have a marketing plan in place and know how you're going to promote your offers. Don't just create something and let it sit there. And maybe even when you already have like a range of offers that you had for a while, um, have a look at them and um, check if they all still resonate with you and feel aligned. Um, and if that's not the case, don't be afraid to scratch them. Well, maybe look at the numbers first so you don't cancel or scratch your biggest money driver. But probably that's not the case anyhow when an offer doesn't feel aligned anymore. Um, so it's probably not going to sell in that case, but it can still steal some of your energy, right? And um, that's why it can feel so much better when you really focus on your signature offer and you don't have all those things in the background, um, you're not really doing anything for them. So you might think, yeah, well, they're just sitting there. They're not, you know, they don't take up a lot of your time or work, but um, they still steal your energy and it can, yeah. So just um, think about it. Try it out, reducing your offers. Okay, and there you have it. Three marketing myths you better stop believing and a few stories from my business. I hope this was helpful for you. I really want you to learn from my mistakes, grow a blissful biz too, and make your dreams come true. You got this. I believe in you and your success with all my heart. Until next time, have a great week, my friend. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Blissful Biz Podcast. If you like the show, please leave a review on iTunes. This would mean the world to me. And of course, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast to never miss a new episode. To learn more about how to work with me one-on-one, my courses and membership, or to get instant access to freebies, workshops, and more, go to susannoreike.com right now. Thanks for tuning in and see you next time. Hey. 
Hey there, interrupting for a short announcement. I'm hosting a virtual bootcamp to help you kickstart your online business from May 6th to May 10th, and I would love to see you there. It's the Make Your First or Next $5,000 online bootcamp, and you can save your spot for this free virtual event when you go to my website, susannereicher.com forward slash bootcamp. That's S-U-S-A-N-N-E-R-I-E-K-E-R.com forward slash bootcamp. I'm going to go live every day from Monday to Friday with a live training on how to elevate your vision, choose your profitable niche, amplify your content, nail down your signature offer to make your first or next $5,000. I can't believe how freaking fun, valuable, and powerful this virtual event is going to be. You'll get five live stream trainings, all of the recordings in case you can't make it live or need to leave early, access to my new community, the Midlife Biz Hive, including tons of additional trainings for you to dive in, the chance to ask any questions in our calls or in the community. It'll be amazing. This event is a real game changer, whether you're just starting out or you've been at it for a while, but feeling a bit stuck around the maybe $2,000 to $3,000 monthly mark. If you're eager for more and ready to figure out the online business puzzle, this is the perfect place to kickstart your journey to bigger and better results.